I'm Haley from Gallifrey Public Radio, a Doctor Who fandom podcast and part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. And welcome back to the Crash Couch. I am your host, Chris McGuffin, and with me tonight, I don't have the whole crew, unfortunately, but I do have some of my uh, crew members with me. First, we have Laura. Laura, how are you? I am. I'm doing great. I was gonna say I'm lovely. I'm extra great today. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a good thing. I, I have a feeling. I know why, but we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone knows. That's fine. Uh, and then I also have Joel. Joel, how are you? I'm great, Captain Chris. How are we doing? <laughs> I'm doing doing great, but I don't know how I feel about you calling me Captain Chris. I mean, I know okay. it's the truth, but <laughs> okay, <He's> Captain. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, we all need a skipper in life. You're ours for the show. Yeah, so, uh, I guess. Yeah, I guess yeah sometimes is. you know, being in command is a lonely place to be. So yeah, that is. Yeah, there's that. That's true. Yeah. Although I think I would rather like be like the pilot that technically I'm like responsible for everyone's safety because I'm have to like drive them to wherever we're going, but I'm not like the guy making all the decisions, the important ones. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I think that's see, what I would rather be. See, I would rather be the bartender uh, in charge of pouring uh, <laughs> drinks and uh, all, all that coffee, just to be fair, because this is the expense. So yeah. <laughs> What I would want to be is like the, you know, badass like mechanic and whatnot um what i would be is probably the janitor the badass uh, janitor. Uh, don't say that i i have experience <laughs> <laughs> just Great. kidding i'm bad at cleaning <laughs> don't look at my house oh god well we were talking off air about how you had to do your laundry and that's all you had to do today you just schedule <laughs> we scheduled the skype call around you having to do laundry uh, yep, it was 100% <laughs> around that. I was like, no, I need to do this at this time. <laughs> well, uh, as everyone who is probably listening to this podcast should know, um, we have some Expanse news to talk about, and not just any news. Not only do we have a trailer, not only do we have a clip, but we have the premiere date. Finally. Oh, is it in my lifetime, Chris? It is. Well, let's hope so. Uh, let's hope so, too. <laughs> I know. Uh, it is a little ways away, unfortunately. I was sort of hoping that it would be, you know, September, October. But no, uh, we have to wait until December 13th, 2019 for the release date of The Expanse Season 4. Which, by the way, for all of our overseas non-U.S. fans, including Canada, is global. Yay! Yay! So people that all over the world nice. get to see <laughs> yeah. The Expanse Season 4 at the same time. Yes. It's just like the series where you have all these mixed races and mixed cultures going on. Everyone's treated as the same. It's cool, right? Yeah. Now we now we can't be over here in the U.S. like how we got it first. It's so good. <laughs> just brag. I'm just kidding. I'm excited for everyone. Yeah, the United States. And I have States. more people just <laughs> coming in and 
trying to figure out how to tweet it because I don't know how they're releasing it. Yeah, that really hasn't been announced just yet, I don't think. Yeah. I think uh, I've been looking for it for the last 10 minutes online, and I've had one uh, YouTuber say that it's going to be just one whole dump. So I'm not sure how much of a, cred- a credible source that is. Yeah. But if the I mean, reason- the way they yeah. announced it, where it just said season four drops, and I was like, all at once. Yeah, yeah that's sort of, I mean, we talked about it before, but I just, I don't know about how that would do like i don't know how that would feel fits for the show mm-hmm. like as a whole but we also have to remember that we were getting episodes produced for episodic television like of course it's going to be um something that is supposed to have like cliffhangers and it puts you on the edge, edge of the seat and they're, they have to fit into time constraints of course it's going to um that's just what we're used to. That's what we like because it's just the way that the show is made. But if they make it now where, you know, there's a few, maybe there's an hour episode and then there's one that's 50 minutes and then you have one that's 45 minutes and then you go back to 55 minutes. Like it doesn't have to be under one big time constraint. Yeah. And they get to swear more in the, in the shows. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Swearing. I'm pro swearing. <laughs> and they don't have to worry about, yeah, they don't have to worry about the commercials either. And I'm yeah. anti-commercial. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm so glad for that. I remember live tweeting, though, and commercials were my break to be like, okay, what did everyone else say? Yeah. <laughs> Go through and like stuff. Because while I was going, I was just like typing furiously. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> and yeah. then I rewatch it again. I'm like, I didn't even see that either. <laughs> Yeah, I think the whole live tweeting, we can do it as a fan community, but we have to agree to a certain time. And I, I suppose most people will be watching the, the episode for the second or third time as opposed to the first time. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll still be cool. Yeah. Wouldn't be the worst. Screaming yeah. fire home. I just for sure. don't know if I uh, have the self-restraint to not watch the entire thing in one go. Yeah, exactly. I remember when... Um, I think it was the start of season two when we had the, uh, that was the first season that we had screeners available for the podcast. And (laughs) I think I watched, let's see, I want to say I would obviously watch the first episode. And I think I went ahead and watched like the second and third just to like, while it was available and like while I could, um, before we recorded the podcast, but it's, the restraint was difficult. There were a couple times, for the most part, we got um, episodes just released like uh, one by one for each week. Occasionally we got two, uh, and I would usually, I would try to watch one and then record the podcast and then go watch the second one, and then would have to go back and rewatch the live airing and then do the uh, live tweeting and have to remember that there's certain things that I couldn't talk about because it hadn't happened yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just like you like read the books beforehand. I know, right? <laughs> oh, right, Chris. You still haven't read the books, have you? No. You sweet summer child. You, <laughs> you know nothing. <laughs> I, I, uh, well, I know I'd get myself in trouble like trying to talk about one episode at a time too because I, uh, yeah. I have such a hard time separating those. Like I was mentioning before, too, before we're recording, uh. 
<laughs> the whole book series is just kind of like one big timeline and I'm like went uh, <laughs> uh, I was in this area like some of them are very distinct like uh, <laughs> I can't pronounce book four <laughs> so, so that one that one has a very distinct feel <laughs> where I'm like oh, okay this is basically the western <laughs> yeah it's, it's new land was it Cybola burn? Or, sure. <laughs> sure. I think it's a soft C. Yeah. That's one of the things that I, uh, or one of the words that I just never have heard out loud. So I have no idea. Listen, you're talking to a guy with a speech impediment. I can so relate. Okay. <laughs> like the first time, like during the first season on the first episode, not the first episode, just kidding. That wouldn't make sense. It was still not they didn't have that ship but um getting to hear the name the rasonante i was like oh <laughs> okay yeah it's like 16th century spanish literature or something else 14th century yeah. <laughs> my brain just makes up its own rules and i was like oh the rosunya <laughs> like uh <laughs> now i have to retrain everything in my head yeah, uh, I am really anxious to see where we go in terms of like the whole fan community thing. I think that's sort of still up in the air just because, I mean, like we said, we don't know if they're going to be releasing all at, it all at once. Um, the problem with that is that I know the internet well. Spoilers are going to be, going to be very hard to avoid. <laughs> like yeah. I know that the the Expanse fandom is pretty chill and like a pretty decent fandom, as, uh, given how toxic other ones are for popular shows and popular movies yeah. and franchises. But like I just I don't know how well it would be for something to be released all at once. So we'll have to see. Even if it releases like in batches, I think batches would be fine. Like yeah. If it's in, let's say, a 10 episode season, do one, two, and then three, four, and then five, six, and seven, eight, and nine, ten. Because then you have like this, uh, you give the, the people that want to binge, like you give them a little taste of it, but you also get the people like myself that would want to watch an episode and then talk about it on a podcast and then watch another one and talk about it on the podcast. So, yeah. Yeah. So, but you have like the HBO method, right? Which is basically weekly shows, like the Game of Thrones style. But then you have the Netflix method, which is like Stranger Things. Here's a new season. Enjoy. Yeah. Exactly. And I don't know uh, Amazon Prime well enough to to see if they prefer one method over the other method. I suspect yeah. they're more like Netflix. Here's your product. Here's your content. And it's up to you, the, the customer, to decide how you are going to watch it or to consume the product. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Consume responsibly. Well, I know exactly. with uh, I know with like Hulu, they've had like Hulu originals before, where they have just one episode a week or something like that. Uh, Netflix <laughs> has, has done it too occasionally, but for the most part, it's it's all in one batch. Um, but Amazon Prime, I mean, the thing about Prime is that they don't have or they haven't really had like this huge everyone is talking about it show. Um, yet. <laughs> Maybe The Expanse will be that. Uh, yeah. I hope so. But, uh, like, the only thing I can think of is the Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan series, which I believe dropped all at once, if I recall. I didn't... I've not finished the first season. I've only seen the first episode. Um, but I know that I'm pretty sure it was all dropped all at once. I would have to go back and look. But 
lot. That's the first thing I can think of. And then they also had, um, what was it, Man in the High Castle? Yeah, that's yeah. the one I was trying to think of. I was I sitting here like, I know there was another one. I don't know if that one, one was episodic or if it was, uh, or weekly, or if it was just all at once either. And there's a new season of that coming out, I heard, yeah. at San Diego Comic-Con. I don't follow the show, but I, I'm aware enough to know there's a new season hitting soon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm just curious to see just how the fans res- respond. I mean, uh, the reaction for this trailer, which we'll get uh, talking about here just shortly, was was crazy. I, I tried not to. I was unfortunately not online a whole lot um, the day it dropped, which was it Saturday or Sunday that it dropped? I want. Well, it must have been Saturday because I had to work, and I was okay. like, I don't want to. <laughs> I just want to <laughs> sit here and be excited with yeah. everyone. But I mean, that's kind of the perk of like working the late shift now too. Is I get the day to be like nice, <laughs> <laughs> and I go to work and just talk about it to people who don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like cool, Laura. Like w- wouldn't be the so first sad. time, right? <laughs> nope, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> Need more outlets for this. See, what you need to do, Laura, is you need to get the, the copy of the news season four poster of The Expanse, and you need to put it up at your workplace. I want it. <laughs> I have a bunch of, we have our lockers we have to store everything in because we work in lab. And uh, I really want one. I really want to decorate it. It's already got like a bunch of my doodles and stuff from when I'm training. Don't tell my boss. <laughs> but... <laughs> But, uh, yeah, (laughs) oops, but, uh, I would, I'd just be like, whose locker is that? (laughs) Like, you know, (laughs) right on the outside. (laughs) And is there a dead body in it? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Flashback season two. (laughs) (laughs) And the recording. (laughs) So would you guys rather talk about the clip or the trailer first? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah, all of the above. Just yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I feel like not a lot happened in the trailer, or not the trailer, the um, the clip. There was just it was sort of like setting the scene for for things. I feel like, even though it was five minutes long, like it didn't really have a lot of action to it, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so maybe Which we can mean, maybe we like, can use per- that to talk like talk about how we look at the show or what we what it looks like visually compared to when it was on sci-fi because i have some thoughts about it i just i want to hear what you guys have to say first now i'm nervous (laughs) chris has some thoughts (laughs) i do have thoughts one of those thoughts is what did joel think of the cgi but (laughs) yeah is it adequate (laughs) It's sufficient uh, for the purposes of Amazon Prime. Okay. Now, honestly, the, the video clip uh, where they have the close-up on the Rossiante and when the Rossiante lands on the side and, and it almost looks like a it looks like a building, like yeah. right out of like Art Deco, New York style, New York City style. It's amazing. I love that. Yeah. And uh, the whole uh, well, let's see, the ship got a paint job. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Shiny. Very shiny, very shiny. I love shiny, shiny things. Shiny, Captain. <laughs> yeah, uh, with of course, uh, there's a little drawing of a woman, uh, World War Two bomber style. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. 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 Uh, I thought so, it was gorgeous. 
I was really excited to see the new planet, um, which I still am not sure how it's pronounced. <laughs> That's another one where, like, in my head, I pronounce it Eyeless. Uh, I think because I've replayed the first Mass Effect about yeah. 600 times. And, and right at the end, you go to Ilos. So I was like, when I was reading it, I was like, Ilos. I'm like, nope. <laughs> yeah. You know, people are pronouncing it different ways. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> My brain's like tripping on it. You can always pronounce it Nutura. <laughs> no, so that's so you like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I pronounce it Ilos. I think yeah. more like Ilos. Yeah. I'm on the. Uh, the Expanse Wiki page right now and on the Ilias system page and you have this planet and this is not a spoiler but it is from the book but it just describes the solar system mm-hmm. and it's like two lines long and let me quote it for you it's uh, the new sun was a faint dot of yellow white light not all that different from Sol when viewed from the ring sitting just outside Uranus's orbit had five rocky inner planets one massive gas giant and a number of dwarf planets in orbits even farther out than the ring. Yeah, we are in the middle of nowhere, guys. <laughs> this place is so remote. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What what what, I, what what bad things could happen, really? Literally nothing, I'm sure. It's fine. As you saw in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I think like it fits in tone with the show to have it kind of like everything cool toned and whatnot but when i was reading it i was like this is the western (laughs) (laughs) so it's like kind of expecting it almost to look like a western (laughs) visually yeah Yeah, but it's not i know (laughs) you know i was expecting the western genre like i'm expecting luke skywalker trying to get off his his uh, little moisture farm and go hang out with the big boys you know but it's (laughs) But yeah. it's still the element of frontier living and breaking into new places. And oh, yeah. And it, it just, you, you'll see so many elements of the Western genre in season oh, yeah. four. I can't wait. I love this stuff. New frontier. Yeah. I, I don't want to spoil stuff from the book. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that I definitely, as I was watching the clip, like I was trying to think of what was the word that I wanted to, or the way that I wanted to describe and what, what wordage I wanted to use. And it was definitely Western. Like that is certainly the feel that I get. Um, it, it yeah. like, it's not like if I think of a Western, I think of blue sky and lots of sand and not Tatooine for the star Wars fans. <laughs> <I don't. laughs> um, but blue Wait, sky no. and, uh, lots of like decrepit buildings and horses and cowboys and all that stuff. But uh, this feels a lot like that, but just sort of like a, a cool, like rather than like a lot of red sort of color tone, this feels more like a blue color tone. So it's a, it's a lot cooler and yeah. in, in this sense makes it darker. Um, but I was also just like sort of taken by surprise with like the cinematography and just there was some close-ups that just felt not weird but it, it just felt different and fresh and unique and it might be because i haven't actually sat and watched the show in a while 
Well, really, ever since the last season ended, I haven't sat down and watched it, but it feels like a different kind of show. Kind of, like, at least from that clip, a a very different setting for the show, too. Yeah. Which is something that kind of set the book apart as well, because it's suddenly, you know, you went from, like, you'd be planet-side occasionally on mars i guess but that's also very confined and all of a sudden it's wide open so i think that it gives it a very different feeling yeah not bad (laughs) yeah it looks like uh i don't know uh just north of toronto and ontario but uh that's not just perhaps just me because i'm from ontario (laughs) but uh i can tell you it doesn't look like a a club med that's for sure yeah it's no resort (laughs) Maybe a yeah. club, maybe a club medical. That that's probably uh, <laughs> fitting. Yeah, you need a medical after that. <laughs> I will say that uh, it does. It's really just great. I don't know if another word to describe it. It's just great to actually be out of space because mm-hmm. I can't remember when I when I said it. It was at some point in this podcast lifespan. But I said that I wanted to see more things happen, probably at the time, Earth. But now just really anywhere that was not in space or on like a ship. Because it's like, you know when you're going on a trip and then you are in the car for a long period of time and you just sit there and you sit there and sit there. And when you get out, be it at your destination or at like a, at a stop, you... Or you have to go just, for a bathroom break. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Um, a nature. <laughs> it's it's nice just to sort of have that sigh of relief almost, and that's how I felt with this because uh, obviously we we've spent a lot of time in space and a lot of time on different kinds of ships and I mean it, it's great. Don't get me wrong. I mean it's sci-fi. What yeah. do you expect? But it's just so nice to see a different kind of environment and maybe that's partially why I was just so shocked by like the just the visual tone and the visual nature of like the way we were getting certain scenes shot and like the environment but i don't know it just it has me really really pumped just simply for that fact and the fa- like the fact that some like a, a tv show or in this case an online show <laughs> can yeah. do something where just the way it looks excites you for what's to come like ignoring all the characters, ignoring all the the plot line, ignoring all like just the general story arc, the fact that you can get excited over just what it looks like, it just I think that is just a compliment not only to the people that's doing like the visual effects, Joel, but <laughs> uh, but yeah. also the people that are like actually behind the camera doing the the meaty work. Yeah. Yeah. I really like the cinematography because I'm an arts guy. I like the big open spaces, the the, the wide angle shots. And when you see the Ronciante coming down to the atmosphere, uh, tail end first to slow itself down, and it breaks the sound barrier, so there's, there's an earth shattering boom. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's just amazing how they film that. It's kind of like you're 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 you know you're in the middle of nowhere. You're the only people around that you know of. And then the the U.S. cavalry just show up show up in your little western town, or yeah. there's an aircraft carrier that just land by your Pacific island. You know, it's like, oh, the government's now here. Ooh, ooh, yeah. what 
that's bad. Okay. <laughs> that's an omen. Yeah, I feel like there is not a lot of obviously outright plot because I'm it's a little preview clip, so wouldn't want to spoil it before they release it, especially not this far out. But I feel like there is a lot of stuff just going on underneath it too, which I really appreciated. Like you get to see Naomi prepping to go planet side. Like, you think about it, she's never, ever been, like, on solid ground. She was born and raised in the belt and in those tight spaces on ships and stations. And, well, I suppose the very not tight space of doing spacewalks and stuff, but (laughs) it's very different. And so, like, getting to see her walk out, like, train herself and then walk out and look up at the sky and like fall over i was like this is such a unique experience and i can't wait (laughs) to experience it with her it was such a weighty decision for her (laughs) god damn it (laughs) yeah sorry about that (laughs) really good i that was i i approve of that one joel i will like not give you any crap for that like that that was that was a good one yeah I, i'll try to make these puns in mass you know oh, God. <laughs> don't test your luck yeah just because <laughs> i gave you a compliment joel <laughs> give him one inch I, i'm tired I, the rest of the show i'm just going to probably just <laughs> crash and burn okay <laughs> <laughs> He's he's tired. He's on autopilot, so he's just going just yeah. full pun right now. <laughs> but you're right. Going back to Naomi's first few steps under a, a just slightly one g gravity environment on a planet, no less, with wide open spaces. Yeah, it, it shows such character development for, for Naomi. Yeah, because she, you know she wasn't forced to go to this planet. She you know she went. No yeah. one's holding a gun to her head say you must go down to this planet yeah. and she's still there and she had and, to and, prepare to do that that wasn't a small decision yeah, <laughs> yeah. like and, i think and, that's something that you see a lot or read a lot described in the books is how different it is for belters and uh so i glad to see that sort of that physical difference get conveyed in the show again. Like they can't handle this. Their body was not designed for this. Yeah. Mixed. Oh, go ahead, Chris. Oh, I was going to say, if we go back to season two, I can't remember exactly what the, the situation was, but didn't when um, the MCRN had to go down to earth for something, what they have to prepare for. Oh, right. oh, they had Great. to like wear sunglasses and stuff yeah. because they couldn't like handle that much UV light. Yeah. And, oh, so like, the gra- can't look up into the open sky because you're not used to that. Yeah. And plus the whole gravity business, right? So the gravity it yeah. is more on Earth than it is on Mars. Yeah. yeah. So I remember her squad, at least, they mentioned like they train in Earth gravity. Which is terrifying, because yeah. <laughs> you know what they're expecting from that. Yeah, and they're Martians. Just imagine you're the boats on the Naomi. Now, what I don't understand, yeah. and perhaps uh, there's going to be a good reason for it, is why uh, all the, the crew, when they got out of the Rossiante for the first time at uh, this new planet, why is Naomi carrying such a large rucksack on her back? 
<laughs> you know, it's like a, it's a neat looking like a like backpack thing, but still, it looks really heavy. Yeah, just like yeah. hey, this gravity is gonna crush you, so what's okay. a little more, yeah, you'll be fine. So, it's science fiction. Just go with it. <laughs> just had to be there for a set piece. Oh yeah, there's nothing in there. She just went in. <laughs> like is she gonna collect rocks to send it back to Earth? I like you know, like the Apollo moon landing, uh, yeah, Apollo eleven. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of which, they released that trailer on the 50th anniversary of the Apollo eleven moon landing. Isn't yeah. that cool or what? That's awesome. Yeah, I know. I uh, that was the one thing I did get to geek out a little bit with with my coworker. <laughs> so I was like, "That's a moon landing. We went there. We went. We put our dumb little human feet on the moon." <laughs> anyway, <laughs> do you like space? Do you want to talk about the expanse? Just like I don't know what that is. Like, ah! <laughs> get on it. <laughs> well, first of all, go on Amazon and watch all of it. <laughs> yeah, like all there. tonight. And then I expect to talk to you all about it tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. I mean, she's had two days. Yep. There's only three seasons. Come on. <laughs> it's like, do you have Prime? Then you have Amazon. Or then yeah. you have Amazon. That's the wrong word. You know, the expanse. I so, speak. Uh, speaking of, um, I was talking you know, about how the, maybe the, the backpack was a set piece. Another new set piece is... Uh, Jim Holden's facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he, has a, he has a new goatee going. Yeah, yeah. the black goatee. That's very uh, no, Jim Holden-like. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. A, yeah, it's a new character choice. <laughs> you know, it's... Like, it's looks like Dad. <laughs> oh, come on. It, it's, science, it's like the old sheriff showing up in town, right, with a mustache. In this yeah. case, oh, he's wearing, like, a goatee. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and see how long that lasts. He might develop a full face beard by the end of season four. Yeah, yeah, if he survives. Okay. Hey, yeah. <laughs> no spoilers. Hey, we're just trying to not spoil whether or not he's alive. <laughs> if we said he was, that would be a spoiler. Yeah. Maybe everyone's dead. Who knows? <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. start releasing just weird spoilers, not actual spoilers. It's funny because you know, all these books you really sub since book four, so like book five through book eight, and book nine is going to come out shortly. It's all blank pages. This is just one big practical joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I bu- I buy them. <laughs> just Amazing. One day there will be words on there. Yeah. So it's kind of actually heinous that I haven't read the last book, considering that there's literally no words. <laughs> it's too much for me. There's to no about. words to describe this book. <laughs> That's my just... disappointment in you right now. Come on. <laughs> so, in terms of um, of the storyline, uh, I, I kind of want to talk about that a little bit. Um, obviously, we had the uh, we get that the Rossi crew is going on a a planet. Um, I'm trying to find the official synopsis here. Um, oh, okay. So this is on the. Uh, YouTube trailer, which we'll, we I guess we can transition to talk about. Um, it says, coming December 13th, 2019, only on Amazon Prime Video. With the ring gates now open to thousands of new planets, a blood-soaked gold rush begins, igniting new conflicts between Earth, Mars, and the Belt. Meanwhile, on one unexplored planet, the Rosinante crew gets caught in a violent clash between an Earth mining corporation 
and desperate Belcher settlers as deadly new threats from the protomolecule emerge. Yeah. It's kind of wild. Sorry, I lost that train of thought. <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking. I was thinking. Yeah, you so know, it's uh, wild like I, the wild, wild west, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, basically. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I think Club Med sounds so much better. I know. Not a great vacation spot. Yeah. No, definitely not. Definitely going to leave a Yelp review. It's going to be interesting in this season if all the episodes will take place on the planet, which is very similar to the book, or if we are going to get a subplot uh, with characters not in book four uh, that we love uh, that's in the TV series so is there going to be things happening in space? Are things happening on Mars or, or Earth? That's going to be cool because that's virgin territory. Yeah, I know there's got to be stuff happening on Earth. Considering, I think that was, well, I assume they'll bring it up in season four, but that was like in the epilogue of, uh, uh, yeah, you're of right. book three where mm-hmm. Avasarel is talking about how kind of devastating this is going to be for the home system now, considering yeah, everyone's just going to start abandoning yeah, Mars. things that aren't quite stable yet. Yeah, Mars. <laughs> uh, yes, it's the economics, which is so great in this series. Yeah. And, I mean, Bobby is clearly going to be in the show, and that's new territory. Yeah, definitely. Considering she's, spoiler, not in book four. <laughs> Speaking of, is this where we're at in like the the book timeline generally is book four? Yep. Okay. So it, yeah, it's, it's book three it, ends with the ring opening or the rings opening, okay. I believe. So the characters all are older. I, I suspect several years have gone by. Uh, this is why some of the shots of, uh, say, Naomi, she looks uh, fairly older than, say, in season three. Yeah. Yeah. So because, I always have yeah. to remind myself of that, is that, like, there's a lot of time that passes in some of these books, in between, at least. Yeah, I think, was it two years to get from Ilias back to Earth? I think I remember reading the book at the end. Yeah. Of, yeah, something, something crazy like that, yeah. yeah. It's insane. So it's like a long distance uh, ship uh, journey in the 1600s, yeah. going to the you know to China for the first time. It's just nuts. Which really kind of amplifies the sort of like lawless nature of this, considering no one's coming <laughs> if something goes down. Yeah. Like you have this mining company, and if something happens, the backup is two years away <laughs> yeah so you use gunboat diplomacy right you send jim holden with the crew of the rossiante and yep. see what what uh, what he can do to help yeah, yeah. <laughs> he helps yeah, a lot he helps. <laughs> historically he's helped a lot. i love holden i should preface that <laughs> or mm-hmm. mm, yeah how can you before i say i do <laughs> I do love him. Uh, he he finds himself in spots. Yeah. I don't think it's a coincidence. <laughs> love you, Holden. You're not real. 
He's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stephen Strait is listening to this podcast and just oh, loving all oh. every bit of this. <laughs> okay. Okay, as long as the proto protomodical is not listening, I'm okay with that. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> speaking, of, uh, speaking of the proto-molecule, what is the proto-molecule, proto-molecule up to in the season? Mm, I think the proto-molecule went to Club Med for a couple of years. Just to rest <laughs> it. They're going to come back. Club in season six, I'm thinking, maybe season seven. Uh, oh, it's up to a lot. I... <laughs> Again, I don't want to spoil stuff. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's not spoilers to say, you know, that Miller, or not not Miller, Miller not Miller is still there, <laughs> the investigator. Yeah. You, so you get to find out about how he came to be, and that's also really cool. I'm so which, excited. Which means more Thomas Jane, which is always a oh. good thing. Of course. And of course, we we can find out if Miller is still wearing his hat. Yeah, that's a incredibly important question in my mind. Yeah, let's hope let's yeah. hope that uh, he is. It's all about fashion, especially in the middle of nowhere on the frontier. Yeah, yeah. fashion is important. He doesn't have an excuse. He's like a weird ghost guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he, he's like he a, probably materialize it out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah, he's the guy Miller Lite versus a Miller. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joel. I had just, I don't know about you tonight. You need to, like, after the podcast, you just need to go to sleep. I don't just blame I on, your, on your lack of sleep. Uh, yes, and I'm completely sober right now, which is the funny part. <laughs> <I don't. laughs> uh, this is the one time, like, I wish there was video or something. You can just. I want you to know what I'm experiencing right now. <laughs> just go off screen. I just keep like lolling over in my chair, like, ah, damn it. <laughs> yes, I am. One thing I am is entertaining. So, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm s- oh, go ahead. I'm just saying, I'm so excited for the expansive season four, oh. guys. I am just so excited. You know, I just, I, I saw the trailer, and, you know, we really didn't get a lot for the trailer either. Like, I, it might make sense um, when you, maybe after you've seen season three, like, more recently than I have, or even if you've read the books. But I, it just, I just, I don't know what to expect, and that's just, that's the kind of trailers that I like. I, I, I want to speculate, I just want to watch it a few more times, and then just let it be. I don't have to set and analyze every single scene. This isn't a Star Wars trailer that I have that I'm analyzing here, um, but it, it's something that gets me excited, and oh, I'm just so excited. I, that's the only word that I can think of is just complete and utter excitement. Yeah, I think I have a good some good advice I can you know tell our listeners uh, because of course you have it premiering on December thirteenth. So uh, get all your holiday shopping done beforehand. Yeah. Yes, seriously. <laughs> because be you need to shop in front of your TV or laptop for a good portion of December. <laughs> yep. Everyone is getting Prime subscriptions from me. So like, no, watch it. <laughs> Just kidding. Everyone's getting my Prime password. <laughs> I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> but I want everyone to watch it. I know yeah. it's hard to like try and talk about it too much without 
going into what's happening yeah. or what's going to happen. I mean, I, uh, I will say, oh my gosh, what's his name? I know it's Burn Gore- Gorman. Is that it? Who plays Murtry? The bad guy. Oh who yeah. He points his gun in your face. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the trailer. I was psyched when he got casted to hear that. It was like not how I pictured Murtry at all, but especially seeing him in this, I'm so I'm so psyched to see him as this because uh, I hated Murtry and I was like, oh, he looks <laughs> evil. I feel like I'm gonna hate him. Not Burn. He's great. <laughs> That's one thing actually that people have really said about this show is that when it first came out, they didn't know if they like. Because, you know, these are book readers that, you know, you envision a certain type of character and the way they look in a book whenever you're reading it. And then when it gets adapted to the screen, like maybe you don't have the same idea of the character on screen as you do in your head. And it sort of conflicts. Uh, Does do you think? Well, first of all, how do you envision like if you read one of the books now, do you envision like the way that the characters are on screen or do you still have like this this headcanon almost of the way they're supposed to be? And do you expect to feel that way with the new characters too? I see the actors when I read it. I just imagine them. My only like hesitation when they first got cast the way back in like the first season was that I kind of imagined everyone older and less pretty (laughs) i was like wow y'all are beautiful (laughs) okay but uh that's not a complaint at all that's just an observation i was like all right but uh no they've nailed it for me so far i have to imagine that it would be the same i'm weirdly psyched about seeing murtry considering how much i hated him (laughs) i'm not the writing or anything just as a person yeah <laughs> it's like I hate he made it. you feel things when you were reading the book and not yeah. good things yeah and it's so nice to have sometimes a character that is like kind of black or white <laughs> mm-hmm. i mean i love all these different complex characters that's nice every once in a while to have one where i'm like i don't feel complicated about you <laughs> You suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's the beauty of the expanse, really, is because you don't have the. Well, well, I guess you could side with certain factions and certain people, but everyone has really done something shitty the whole yeah. se- through the whole series, and you, yeah, you can love a character, but you really have to like accept their flaws too, which you don't always yeah. get in science fiction, especially like it's sci- yeah. good. Sci-fi is generally good versus evil. And the fact that you can still have good sci-fi and be, you know, sort of every man and woman and random yeah. faction for themselves or not because it just changes each episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that's part of why I love this series so much is that even characters who you did kind of come out of the gate like, no, they're clearly good or they're clearly evil, end up 
doing something or you found out about their history and it complicates it. And I love that. Like that's, that's, that's humans. (laughs) You got to write humans in this fantastical world. Yeah. There's a degree of realism to it, which attracts me. I love Mm -hmm. the whole noir business as well and the hardcore science fiction, but realism deep down inside is about human motivations and what causes humans to act in, in the way they do. Sometimes yeah. good, sometimes bad, most of the time just for their own self-interest. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that's the thing. I think it was uh, Daniel Abraham, who I've heard him say it a couple times. I think it, I'm not sure if it's a quote from the books, but I've heard him say it too on his own, where it's like no matter, you know, where you uh or like what community you go into, you take a slice of it. Some of it's gonna be <laughs> assholes. <laughs> Just yeah. every every everywhere you look, every group, every community is gonna have good and bad people, and I like to see that reflected in my fiction too. Yeah. With the occasional just solid, solid baddie. I'm like, okay, hmm. you're the worst, and it's so refreshing. <laughs> To just, just be able to feel uncomplicated rage. Ah, uh, come on. Uh, was it Murty? Yeah, he's he's just misunderstood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna... <sighs> they better not make me feel nice things about him. <laughs> I'll be so mad. Too funny. So I have a question for you guys. Uh, obviously, since this is going from television to, to streaming, we've sort of talked about some of the things we hope and the freedoms and whatnot that the show will most likely have, uh, you know, swearing, which we've already seen uh, in the trailer twice, uh, which we have we did see, too, like in the unedited, un, like actual like Blu-ray and DVD versions um of the show did like not have the uh the bleeps or the censors or anything at least in the u.s um i know that in i think in correct me if i'm wrong joel but on in live tv in canada it's with with space especially you can have swearing is that right yeah i think uh there's more swearing on canadian tv than there's in the u.s uh, american tv Okay. It's just uh, it's experience more. I don't want to say accepted, but it causes less offense up here. Yeah. A. Yeah, we get mad about weird things <laughs> down here. It's bad. Uh, I know in like Britain, maybe somewhere there, uh, in the UK, there's like a watershed where after a certain point at night, like programming has kind of different rules yeah so but 5 p.m that would be cool maybe i don't know no i'm I'm gay i'm I'm an american (laughs) (laughs) i have lots of brits and and irish friends so don't mind me (laughs) Um, like i don't know don't ask me too much into this i just know you can swear on tv sometimes Do you all think that there will be any negative side effects to The Expanse being on a streaming platform rather than television? Uh, I ask this because one of my favorite shows, which is also sci-fi, but a different kind of sci-fi, The Orville, which was on Fox for its first two seasons, and while it got renewed for season three and is still being produced technically as a Fox show, uh, it is being broadcast exclusively on hulu at least in the united states uh beginning with its season three which i think is in 2020 
So yeah. that sort of has fans. I mean, not it doesn't have me in outrage because I already have Hulu. It's the way that I get my live TV, so it's perfectly fine by me. But I know there's a lot of people that were just watching it with cable because they still have cable because maybe they don't have access to internet um, or you know something they don't want to pay for another streaming service. Uh, so a lot of people have been talking in the last few days since it's been announced that you know they they can no longer be a fan of the Orville. Well, they want to be a fan, but they can no longer watch it um, without having to get Hulu or something along those lines. So do you think that there's any chance that the expanse going to Amazon, while it's a great thing and most likely like 99% chance will be incredibly successful. Do you see any like negative aspects of it? Aside from the potential release, the release schedule thing. Well, I compare it to say newspapers. Uh, You guys are younger than me. What's the last time you guys actually read a newspaper? (laughs) It's been a while. You, you know, I'm Last talking about I the paper, <laughs> the paper. I'm like the stuff you hold in your hands, right? The white and uh, black and red all, all over, you know, <laughs> yeah. that type of stuff. And why I, is I, your paper red, Joel? <laughs> red. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Or, uh, that's a whole kids joke. I'm sorry. But... <laughs> no, you're. <laughs> you well, made a we're... you made a joke about a body in my locker. It's time. <laughs> Yeah, but it was a reference for us. Uh, what happened in season two oh, of The Expanse no, or no. season three? Okay. We're both making accusations. <laughs> We're both going down. Fair enough. But, yeah, so I look at cable as on the way out in terms of tech. I think uh, these streaming services are the way to go. If you're a fan of the show, you have to subscribe for the, to see your show, and then you can unsubscribe. Yeah, yeah. It's Sometimes. like freedom, freedom. Yeah. I've been a cord cutter for years. Yeah. So, uh, I, don't, not, yeah, I don't think it would be a bad thing. I feel like more people have streaming than cable. So I know that, I mean, I have cable. We just ended up like in a promotional package where they're like, please get cable. And we're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> no one has it anymore. But, uh, so I was like, this works for me, but like trying to watch it through sci-fi was potentially difficult especially streaming it through like my on demand or trying to watch it on TV is more rough for me than just turning on and turning on Hulu or going on to Amazon Prime <laughs> works easier for me i yeah. Wander, I don't know how it works for Amazon because I know you can sort of buy seasons of shows uh, like individually. Yeah. So I don't know if, like, do you need to be a Prime member to watch it at least uh, at first? I think so. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you do. Okay. I mean, I would assume you can, so. I, you can probably still Amazon buy original. the seasons. Yeah, but yeah, because I know I had bought like the first couple of seasons on Amazon before it was an Amazon show, mm-hmm. and now obviously they're all on Prime. So I was like, oh, I mean, I'm not mad <laughs> to spend that money. It was worth yeah. it. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I was like, oh, I don't know if I don't know how that works. I'm just trying to try and 
I'm trying to picture Seth MacFarlane with season three of the Orville, how much more freedom he'll have in terms of swearing and gags and uh, just raunchy comedy on his show on uh, yeah. on Hulu versus, uh, say, Fox. Yeah. See, he does have a history of that, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a bit. Oh, a bit, yeah. Yeah. No, I am all here for the creative freedom relative that you get on streaming versus on live TV. I think that's the biggest thing with the show, like regardless of how it'll affect viewing numbers, which I, I think, I think Amazon viewing numbers will be a lot better than people are anticipating simply for, because one you've, I've seen an enormous uptick in just random social encounters of expanse fans or people talking about the expanse ever since the save the expanse movement after sci-fi um, canceled it. And I think that the numbers are going to be bigger just in general because of that, but also because we have an international global release. And I think that because yeah. the the cast cares so much and the crew cares so much and the showrunners and even the authors care, I think that they're going to be pushing this really, really hard and wanting to do interviews and press and all kinds of coverage okay. for it already been doing so much like going to conventions obviously san diego most recently and seeing all these like i've seen so much more advertising and marketing for it and now we have merchandise and stuff i feel like amazon's really trying to make it succeed and i yeah appreciate that getting that sort of feeling that they want it like they actively want it there and want it to do well exactly Back Which is in, something that I kind of missed from season three. I was like, why am I not seeing this anywhere else? Yeah, exactly. Uh, back in season, I want to say it was 2017. So it was with season three. You know, I was expecting because uh, I think it was season one. Uh, Sci-Fi took the expanse to New York Comic Con. And then I don't know if they did for season two or not, but I was expecting them to like really ramp up for season three and like have them at conventions and whatnot. But they <sighs> they didn't because I, w- I went to New York Comic Con in 2017 and I remember hoping that we would have some expanse announcements or at least a panel or something. And there was nothing like I think I can't remember what show sci fi decided to take instead, but it was something. It was the Magicians. Remember I was there as well? Oh, yes, it was the Magicians. Yeah. You remember because I had to go to the bar and, and just cried and cried and drank yeah. a lot uh, <laughs> because there was no expense uh, you know, presence there. That was yeah. terrible. It Me was... drinking in Manhattan. Uh, yeah. And some Manhattans. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, but that just – it just goes to show like we – like. Yeah, New York Comic Con is big, but this is San Diego Comic Con. This is like the big one, and yeah. your your Amazon Prime show takes one of the like the bigger, in my opinion, spots. Like that's that's huge. Yeah, like the whole setup they had there with the like Rosinante that you got to walk through. Yeah, the entrance, and then like walking onto you know the new planet kind of that experience for fans. I was like, I didn't see anything like that before. And I think yeah. that's amazing that they're putting that effort in and that so many people turned out for it too. Yeah. Including the cast who are just so enthusiastic and I yeah. adore it. I think Amazon has put the expanse in a whole new orbit. 
Joel, I don't know I don't what know that is trying that little... to. I don't know what that try is trying to make a pun of. Because correct me if I'm wrong, know. but isn't the book publisher Orbit? <laughs> it, it, it is. It is. <laughs> it's the space stuff. Oh, I don't know why, but that little oh god from Chris made me laugh really hard. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you have more hosts on, I talk less. That's the thing. Make less puns. <laughs> you should just start like getting as many people onto the show as possible. Yeah. Like everyone be a host. <laughs> Anyone you can have twenty people just talking at the same time. <laughs> and then Joel's in the background just trying to get a pun out. <laughs> He's, he's just jumping up now, like, hey. <laughs> oh, oh, man. oh, my God. I love you guys. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know why some things just really uh, yeah, I just find funny, and I can't explain it. I'm sorry. I lost myself there. <laughs> now I'm it's glad okay. that there's not video. <laughs> 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 uh, okay. I'm fine. I'm back. <laughs> well, that is all I really have to say about about this new new news and release dates and trailers and footage and all kinds of this good stuff. What about you guys? Any any last words? I'm just... very curious who's gonna be in there because I think I think it was was it Todd? Ta- Either Ty or Daniel mentioned that a character is coming that wasn't in the previous seasons, that was in the books. They're coming back, and I want to know who. <laughs> I can't wait to see the tavern. I don't want to spoil anything. <laughs> I can't wait I just, to see the... Oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, now I'm just talking to myself. Go ahead. I just want to see the, the old western tavern in the small little frontier town. Is that like bars? Oh, yeah. You would have to. It's a staple. Maybe they they can come visit the uh, Sci-Fi Pubcast. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, we'll be at Club Med during that time, so it's not going to work out. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's just going to just about do it for this episode of The Crash Couch. Uh, I do wanted to just say one last word. Uh, apparently... And I've not done a whole lot of like delving into this, but soundtracks for season two and three of the Expanse are available, so yep. that's out there. It that's took me a second because I thought I like heard it as season four. I was like, how? <laughs> but yes, <laughs> yeah, I have music- it on my Spotify, and I listen to it at work sometimes. Also, don't tell my boss, <laughs> so we're not supposed to listen to music. Hopefully, your boss is not listening to this. <laughs> yeah. He's the only one I'm not like, you should watch The Expanse and listen to this. <laughs> yeah, that might not be the best idea, Laura. Yeah, hire me. Listen to this podcast where I just admit to all my crimes. <laughs> all right, well, um, I think that's just going to do it now. Uh, let's just get our social media out there. Uh, mm-hmm. I am the curse of Chris on Twitter. You can also follow the podcast on Twitter. It's at Crash Couch. Joel, what about you? Well, it's my first name, Joel, J-O-E-L underscore, my last name, Welch, W-E-L-C-H. 
And just remember, folks, this network we belong to, Gonna Geek. Uh, we have a Crash Couch uh, uh, channel within this Discord. So if you want to join our Discord server, and uh, you can listen and talk with some of us when we're on the Discord with Gonna Geek. Yeah. So there you go. I'm, yeah, I'm actually plugging the network. Go must be sober or something. <laughs> okay. I'm just, I you? need more people to geek out with. There you so go. So I guess join there. Or you can find me on Twitter. And I'm so sorry. I'm going to change it. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, this, this is I thought your about project. it right after. This is your project before the new season. You have to change your Twitter <laughs> yeah. handle. Uh, it's going to be something like, shut up, Chris. <laughs> Yeah, shut up, Chris. <laughs> I uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, I uh, I'm on Twitter at oh god at Laura. <laughs> it's L A U R A A A and then four ages. And don't worry, it's it won't be like that for much longer. I was very dumb when I did that, and still dumb for keeping it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty much where I'm at right now. Yeah shouting over there <laughs> i've uh, gotten a few new followers recently and i was like i really hope you're here for the expanse otherwise this is gonna be a weird and bad time for you yeah just wait till you know december probably january you're just going to be flooded in your timeline. Get wrecked. i know <laughs> i'm so excited like if you think it's bad now <laughs> i know i need to update my bio probably just like i'm sorry <laughs> i apologize in advance <laughs> i'm not sorry <laughs> also don't forget to follow the other hosts on this podcast which is ernie he is at your buddy ernie and then ian is our other co-host he is at ian the beard so follow those guys follow us follow the podcast uh please follow the going to geek network which is at going to geek on Twitter, and uh, am I missing anything? Oh, leave us iTunes reviews because you know we're well, gonna have more people watching the Expanse and looking for podcasts to listen to. Listen to ours because we're cool, and that's about it. <laughs> we're cool. That's yeah, Chris. You are. know, you know, they changed your name like last year to like uh, was it Apple Podcasts. Oh yeah, we're, yeah, we're like, iTunes <laughs> is going away, isn't it? Yeah, it's like cable. Yeah. Isn't it crazy to think that like something like iTunes, which was so established, is just sort of ceasing to exist the way we know it? It's like technology changes in, in your lifetime. Is this a philosophy podcast now? <laughs> <laughs> because I do not have the proper credentials. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. Alright everyone, well that's all we have for this episode of The Crash Couch. Uh, we will be back next month at some time, hopefully. Unless we all die of uh, yeah. expanse. Hopefully um, we don't die. Hopefully <laughs> there's more new content. 